Hey, and welcome back everyone to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And guess what? Contract dispute is coming to an end. Listen to how I, Hugh, have issues saying commentary during this episode as Nate and I dive into females' roles in the sports world, as well as some other things that are going on with the recent passings, as well as some film and TV reviews as we do. So enough of me talking by myself. Let's bring Nate into the show, and here we are. And we're rolling. Wonderful. Because I'm, I'm now leading you in to let you know that we're recording, getting away from my old, my old ways. Of, of just hitting the record letting and letting you guys talk for ten minutes before your New Year on. Okay. Well, that and doing even doing the intro like halfway through the show. Personal growth. It's yeah. Like personal growth. I mean, if you do, do you feel like doing the intro with me today? No. I don't, no. No interest in doing the, hey, welcome to What's Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh, which Sam has been missing for several months, and we don't even know why we'll, we, can we'll, t- we can we'll, say. We'll find her. We'll find her eventually. I know. Yeah. She's got, oh, it's uh, Kira's birthday this weekend coming up. Or it's like it next week. It is. Weekend. It is. I believe she's 15. 15 this year. Quinceanera. Yeah, okay. I just, mm. I just remember, like, I actually, yeah, I... This is starting to get to me now because I'm like, we are getting older. Uh, a former coworker of mine back in the teaching days, her daughter just turned 20 the other day, and I'm just like, no, because she was How a baby she... when I, like a baby, like maybe a year old, maybe two, no, like a year. So she, so she had him, had him young. Uh, she was in her later, m- later 20s, a... but yeah, you know. Sorry, I have a weird echo. Yeah, can no, hear I saw myself. that. But you seem fine. You seem fine here. Okay. So. Uh, well, I'm hearing myself. That's weird. Oh. I do have a, a warning sign coming up. Hmm. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Okay, you sound fine to me. Okay. All right. Well, let's work I mean, in hearing, technology. Look he, at hear, us. Hearing myself twice is not the worst thing in the world I do. Uh, look, look at this. Uh, a Gen Xer and a geriatric millennial working together with technology. Yes, I, I still think we're Oregon Trailers. I still like that better. Uh, I do too. But um, we've gone over that before. So. We have. Uh, uh, that's true. We. I don't mind geriatric millennial. It sounds fine. I know. I know people. I, who I, are I, I deserve to have geriatric in my name, so it's cool. How are you doing, by the way? Oh, you know, getting by, kind I, of. Uh, and I'm not not a big fan of these celebrity deaths that uh, the yeah, I'm there's not a causing. lot going on, and I think I'm to blame for Bob Saget this time around. There's been a few few people that I think are to blame for Bob Saget, but you're on the list. I uh, I did bring him up during the podcast last uh, week. Yep, yeah. uh, that was my bad. something that was brought to my brought to my attention by a friend of the show, Sam. Oh. Did yeah, she texts me. She's like, "Didn't you bring up Bob?" So she is in hiding uh, at a remote location, but she does listen to us. Mm. And she's like, "Didn't you bring up Bob Saget last week?" And I'm like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. I didn't want to admit it, but I'm like, "I think I brought up Bob." That's my first. What's, what is truly crazy, and there have been some fun. I mean, Bob's like not quite but Betty White no. level, but in terms of he's pretty beloved. Yes. Um, not not really a lot of awful things. I, I saw a few things going around on Twitter that were sort of trying to attack his character because of the nature of a lot of some of his jokes. Because that you know his 
off his, color. His his yes, off color to say the least. You know, his entire he was like that in his entire career. Just yeah. people didn't catch on to it until later on. That like he you go back and watch his his uh God a, a clip's been going around where he like performed on like Rodney Dangerfield's show. Mm-hmm. And he was working blue back then. It just so happens that Danny Tanner and hosting America's Funniest Home Videos kind of curbed uh, that idea kind of, of who he yeah, was. Yeah, gave him this squeaky clean image when in fact he always was blue, and you could argue that he he leaned into it more and tried to go like super blue to catch people off guard because they thought they were seeing Danny Tanner. Exactly. That's why the whole we were. That's why Betty White was brought up where that you know her turn, which had already occurred, is just like yeah, was paying attention. So yeah, and and Betty White's also was was different because she was also known for playing these sweet characters, but yes. it was also jarring to see a woman at her age saying things in Lake Placid like this is the point where I'd tell you to if, if I had a dick this is the point where I'd tell you to suck it yeah like that's not something you would p- picture a, a, an 80 year old woman saying god bless her uh god bless her heart bless them both yes uh but yeah the one that just goes around that he it was a joke that god I think it was on Stern from many years ago where it was a, a, a like he was making a sex joke about the Olsen twins but it wasn't even specific to the Olsen twins it was talking about a doll that right. they used to have to use when he was shoot when you know when, when they were babies they would use this doll in shots because it was a hell of a because they didn't need a, a baby, baby to use a real they didn't need to use real baby for shots that didn't actually need to show the baby and he made some just offhanded sex jokes about the doll itself and people were per, you know clutching their pearls on Twitter being like oh this is the man you're defending this is disgusting and it's uh, like okay come on it's just uh, you know like the, the that style of comedy is. You know, I don't know if you've seen the new South Park. Mm. Um, they've no. done the post-quarantine South Park episode where it's it's pretty entertaining. I, I recommend it. It's like years. three or four parts. But, you know, Jimmy, the character, the crippled Jimmy. I mean, ah, the crippled sure. is the wrong way to put it, but that's who he is. I'm sure that's what they refer to him um, as. He is doing late night and all his stand-ups are just like equality jokes, but they're all about, oh, no, no, that's fine. They're, you know. Everything's fine. Everything's good. So it's it's weird. It's just I don't say that comedy's going that way, but it's you know the old school to the new school is very much you know yeah saying get yeah. over yourself. There's there's a lot of anger towards like younger people being like you gotta watch what you say. I'm which I respect. You know, at the same point in time, we we should watch what we say. Yeah, but going back and can't. Like, I hate I hate the term canceling. Nobody oh no no one's like, being canceled. Nobody has ever been canceled. Dude, even Chappelle's... Bill Cosby got a return. He wasn't even canceled that long. Uh, yeah, that's true. He's out of prison. Uh, R. Kelly still has fans. Um, pretty pretty diehard fans, in fact. Chris Brown. Hell, hell. The uh, have you seen this new documentary about the BTK killer? Uh, um, what? You know, the serial killer, oh, the BTK that... killer, uh, Dennis Rader, I think his name yeah. is. Um, there's a new, so yeah, I don't know if you recall, he was called the BTK killer, a term he gave himself because he bound, um, tortured and killed his victims. Okay. And he did, he did it like from, I want to say like between 74 and 91, but it went unsolved until he was, he was finally caught in like 2000 something. 15, like it was 20 years later it okay. was that it's neither here nor there right. and i believe most of them were in california or in the northeast was this area. the durst guy no no this is different okay durst don't durst only killed three people oh sorry sorry 
Um, yeah, and we can get to Durst because that's actually one of the that's the only celebrity death thus far that people are like, ah, I'm okay with that. But the BTK killer, he's been in prison. Obviously, life it's it's life life sentence, but no death because California doesn't have death. Um, and uh, he has a new documentary about him. Uh, where it basically this psychiatrist has spent the last 20 some odd years with them doing interviews, doing phone interviews, doing written correspondence. Right. And it's like trying to give like a human side to this dude where th this guy, cause he was, he was unlike other serial killers in the sense that, you know, everybody says the, Oh, he seemed like such a normal guy. You know, that there's that, it's always the neighbor being like, I had no idea this was happening. Yeah, a lot of them you could. There were signs, like John Wayne Gacy. There were signs. Oh yeah, that, he that was one. But, killing, killing people. But what was um, the, what's the fan club that started off? Um, oh, what's his face? Bundy. Bundy. Like where girls were like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, Bundy. that and that had that had a lot to do with his looks because he was an yeah. attractive man. Um, Dahmer was creepy. Yes. Like the, the, the yeah, they're they're creepy most of the time. But like the thing with the the. Bader, I, I want to say it's Brader, but I'll just call him the BTK, um, is that, like, he was a family man. He not only went to church, he was a church pastor. Like, he was truly one of those ones where people had, did not see it coming. Right. And even now, he, he he makes reference to the monster in his head. It's it's very similar to, like, a green... Well, not I'm, I'm just pulling out Green Goblin since I just recently saw Spider-Man. But, you know, like, the 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 comic book villains who have, like, an evil part... Some, you know, like, an evil alter ego in their head right so like some like a Jek jekyll and hyde it's yeah, just a personality where the, kind of thing. the btk killer claims that there's like a mr hyde in his head that's not always there so he acknowledges the horrible things he did but he still tries to maintain he's not a terrible person uh dennis but dennis lynn raider is his name raider okay so so this documentary is sort of trying to put like a somewhat human face to him which i'm sure if you're one of the families of the 10 victims is probably not um no yeah best. oh and and it was referencing like the book they they the his it was basically giving a day-to-day -day about his what he does in prison um and like the books he's reading and like a lot of the books have to do with killings and such and such and it's like mm, this i don't know like he, he like one of the he's he said he's currently reading the um uh, i forget what the name of the series is but the the, the girl with the dragon tattoo right I forget, you know the yeah it's the girl something series i forget what they're called but, you know, these and other a couple of other novels that very much have to deal with torture and murder. So it's like, eh, has he changed? Probably not. But but like getting back to cancel culture, that dude wasn't canceled and he should be. But now he's not. He's got a Netflix special. <sighs> Supposedly his his story is what brought on Mindhunter. Like. So the TV series, I don't mm -hmm. know if you watched that on uh, Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah. I just he it, uh, it's one of those things. Oh. Yeah, he's you know, and then you know, like you said, Robert Durst, who uh, famously of the Jinx, uh, that that uh, HBO miniseries from a few years ago, where he was the Jinx itself was based on he 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 allegedly murdered his wife way back when, right. like in the early eighties, and then he was accused. Then his best friend who allegedly knew about him killing his wife, she disappeared, and he was always accused of killing her, even though her body was never found. Neither of their bodies were ever found. Um, the Jinx was about the case of 
of whether or not he killed the best friend, not necessarily that he killed his ex-wife. And then back in 2000, he actually killed a neighbor when he lived in Texas that he was, he was acquitted of, but the body was found dismembered in like his backyard. Um, so he probably killed three people. Yeah. And then famously on the jinx, that you, did you know that there was a movie about it before the jinx came out? Like a, like a, like a, a live and live action, like a movie, a fictional, a fictionalized story of Robert Durst and his wife. Uh, where uh, Ryan Gosling played Durst. Yes, and, um, yeah, I just saw that the uh, other day. K- Kirsten Dunst played the wife, the right. the, the young wife, because um, he was a he was a billionaire. Durst was like the son of a, re- a real estate magnate, um, who yeah, evidently killed three people and and, and totally played himself in the jinx. Because at the very end, when he was caught on camera, basically, it, you know, confessing or admitting that he confessing more or less. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and he's but he had finally been charged. He'd finally been convicted of murder of the friend, which is what the jinx was all about. Uh, he was given a life sentence. Then he was on trial currently for the murder of the wife because her body was eventually discovered. Right. But he uh, was he's he's only in his eighties, but he was very sick and frail. Like when he was at his 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 sentencing, it looked like he was dead. Like literally, looked like they had propped up a body. Yeah. And then yeah, now now he's dying. Yeah. Oh, by the way, like the, the girl later. with the dragon tattoo, the series is called Millennium. Just so. Is it really? Yeah. I did not with. Because cause aren't all the titles something like girl with, girl yeah. with, you know, like. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall Millennium being the name of any of them. Well, it's uh, the girl. Who, it's either like the girl gr- with, the girl who, or the girl in. It's yeah. always the girl series, but it's called okay. the Millennium series. I was just in. Yeah. I was just like, uh, isn't there a wasn't there a fourth one too? Because didn't the, isn't that the author that six, died before he finished the fourth? Yeah, one? so Steve Larson. Larson has passed away. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm gonna brutalize this name, but uh, I would say is Lagerkrantz. David Lagerkrantz has uh picked up. Sure. And he did the girl in the okay. spider web, the girl who who takes an eye for an eye, and there's a new one coming out called called the girl who lived twice. So now there's like six of them. There there are six of them. Yes. Okay. Ah, I mean, maybe this guy's good, but you know that it tends not to always work out well when a, a person know. dies mid book, and then then somebody else tries to finish we it. We should for uh, him. we should ask Jude to come on and like uh, do a little book review for us because that's all she does is read books daily. Like, she puts sure. out a book a book or two a day. What what is what is the last book that you legit read? Oh, um, legit read. Like, 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 and I'm not talking about you know nonfiction for works of research. I mean, and, and it could be a nonfiction book. I'm not just saying what what's the last fiction you read, but like, what's the last book you read for pleasure? Not necessarily because oh. you because you're writing a script or something that you needed research. Like something you um, legit read for pleasure. The Welsh Girl was the last book I can remember that I read for pleasure. There is I'm currently reading a book called Iron Widow for pleasure but that could also be contrived into being work if i could actually get a budget of 150 million dollars to do this kind of crazy you would actually write you a check say no more uh you would you would this is in your pacific rim territory of books like it's based around that hmm. like there's b- a movie there's warriors a mo- and things like that I'll, I'll wait till you get the book the movie made okay yeah, i figured as much um but no, that's a good novel. But I just haven't found time. Well, I've I have had time. I just haven't sat down and read. It's more of a, I get the. Uh, have you not finished your book yet? I'm like, no. What page are you on? I'm like twenty five still. 
Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm more of a book on tape guy. And even then I, I don't, I don't listen to those. And I'm like, the last book I read, read like for, which was a nonfiction was the, the, what is it? Something. It's my friend, Frank, his book, uh, about being a recovering skinhead. The autobiography oh. of a recovering skinhead, I think, is what it's That's called. That's interesting. And it was, you know, it's his how he fell into neo Nazism and all that jazz, and you know, his turnaround and how he found himself like recovering from that, and now trying to bring people out of hate via empathy and everything else like that. So he's, you know, he goes on world, like tours, college tours, and everything else like that. His his stories essentially are based around American History X. But yeah, I would. It sound, sounds it. No, no. I mean, that's what the, the yeah. director writer like. But there was no curbing in his situation. He did kidnap a human being and kind of torture them almost. Like not not pleasant mm. stuff. But what happened oh, to him as a kid isn't pleasant either. So it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. But, oh, the thought of curb stomping just makes my teeth. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that did not happen <sighs> with him. Like, no, oh, no. worse stuff happened to him. As a kid, I'm like, oh, oh god. I was like, I'm, you know, I don't know. Oh, there was a, amongst the thugs was another one that I read, just for pleasure. That was a, that was the most recent one for pleasure. Amongst what the thugs, that? and that's about uh, soccer hooliganism, hooliganism in the '80s. Oh, it was actually you would really enjoy it. It's that a really, sense. it's a fun book. It's it's written by I forget the name now. Something Buford, I believe is the last name, and he was a journalist. And so he writes it like it's a, a long, article essentially. Like his style is very much in hi, him living his life, and um, it's just some of the stuff he gets into, like the neo-Nazi scene for a little bit, like just interviewing people and like. Is it specific to a? Um, he is a, a man you club, fan. or is it just no? A... It's, it's okay. several clubs. It's the Champions League. It's a bunch of different. Like it's like little stories within. His okay, year. so it's not based on one particular. No, you could say that Green Street Hooligans, Hooligans is loosely based off what this novel is. God, I was going to ask the, if there was any. Um, there is no. Con, no, know. there's violence. There's fighting and all that jazz. But even in Green Street Hooligans, that was wasn't their club. Um, wasn't the Hammers? Yes, it was West Ham, and it was uh, yeah. Bill Wall was the big uh, rival. Which I'm. Yeah, just avoid Bill Wall in general, folks. If you ever go to well, England, it sounds like mid, mid avoid West Ham if you can. Uh, we West Ham's in London, right? So I mean, there's firms that... in every for every club. Oh sure, of course. So um, yeah, no, I've I've um, I've, I'm trying to get in in deep into a, a Wolverhampton Twitter so I can join a firm. Might even start one. I I, I, don't, re- I don't know how. Be- I th- what, 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 I, I've found myself into the weird situation. There has been a movement. Uh, it's her her game too like the hashtag her game too, where women who are fans of soccer or who are berated for being not understanding Football. the game because they're women. Mm. Um, I'm a big supporter of their push. So I follow a bunch of the girls that, you know, are like fans of the clubs that I'm a fan of. Mm. Uh, so it's just kind of entertaining, but they, they get a lot of, sh- they get a lot of shtick. It's like American that- the girls who do football here in America, who do sports and cover sports here. Like Mina Kimes is brutalized by people oh, not knowing yeah, what she, she's talking about. She is uh, quick. I love her. Her retorts are always great. Oh. She, she knows. She knows exactly how to uh, 
just deflate somebody who comes at her with like a well, what do women know about sports and she doesn't even attack them she just knows the perfect way to deflate them completely so they just have nothing to say yeah you know, all of the espn most of the women on espn i'm sure like mina kimes one of the most um she's one of the best analysts and analysts of football out there doesn't yes. matter if they're a former player doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman she just knows football better than just about anyone I could, same could be said for Linda Cohen with hockey. Right. Like Linda Cohen is like, she's not their, their resident hockey expert that I, John Bucigras is kind of that, it's kind of that role, at least like ESPN anchors for the hockey people. Mm -hmm. But Linda Cohen is like, has legendarily been their hockey person. She, she plays goalie. Right. Like very competitively, but, but everybody's just, nobody, you know, thinks about her. Same thing with, um, Jessica Mendoza, for, who used to ho um, co-host the uh, Sunday Night Baseball, right. it was her um, on ESPN. It was her, Matt Vaskersian, and she and A Rod were the color analysts. And the the you know the dude bros were up in arms, being like, "Why is a woman doing? You know, why is she calling baseball games when she was only a professional softball player?" As if that's something to scoff you know, at in any general. It's, it's, it's more it's it's more than you've ever been, dude. Yeah, like. She, I would imagine a, a former professional softball player probably knows a lot more about the game than you do. Like I'll, I'll put it's, it like this: yeah, just they, because yeah. you play the sport does not mean that you should be a commentator, comment like, and a commentator. Why am I blanking? No. Doing commentary for a game. Analyst. Analyst. No, no, doing yeah. com like yeah. play by play. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Just because you play the game and you understand the game does not mean that you're good at doing that part of the job. Like Tony Romo's a, you know, there's been so many bad in between Tony Romo and whoever. And Tony Romo, the 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 sheen has sort of come off that a little bit. Um, it was always going to wear thin he, eventually. He he's still good. He's still likable. He's still people. He he seems to have slight kind of, sort of stopped the 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 predicting the next play because in the beginning people were like, oh my god, he's a sorcerer, and now it's like it's kind of annoying when he does that. You know, like where he just tells you what's going to happen before it happens. And it's like people don't always like that. It's kind no. of annoying, but he's he is good. But yeah, there have been plenty of. I, I'm just trying, as you were saying that, I'm trying to think because some of the best analysts of all time, there's a difference. Analysts or quote unquote color men, as they call them, color people. No, yeah. color people sounds bad. Let's not do that. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, typically color commentator. Co color commentators. Yes, that. But like the play-by-play -play is always rarely a former player. Rarely. Yeah. That's the person. You know, that's the Al Michaels. That's the. You know, the Joe Jim Nance, the one Joe Buck, the one who's just very good at calling the plays. They can add color, but that's not what they're there for. And no. generally, the color people are former players, former, player, former, former players, because they they know a lot, but but that doesn't mean they have to be. And they they're more storytellers and give like Vince Scully is one of the best, like because he Ooh. did both. He didn't need another man in the booth to cover his. No, you know, that, that's very rare. That 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 is a lost lost breed of the person who can do it alone like your harry carries yeah um jim brockmeyer uh, is uh your jim brockmeyer who you know after underrated. a few bumps in the few bumps in the road made it back to the big leagues yeah. uh um, bob euchre bob euchre um uh well in the i think bob euchre does have a guy in the booth with him now but uh, oh, he, yeah even in but even in major league he did but the guy just jokingly didn't say anything yeah um and uh, 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 Joe Buck's father, Jack Buck, yep. legendary Cardinals and that um, 
I forget who the San that Diego Terry, people, guy was. People forget that Harry Carey was actually with the Cardinals before he was with the Cubs. Yeah. He, he he's he's associated with the Cubs because of that's just what everybody thinks of. He was with the Cardinals for longer. He got fired from the Cardinals because he was having an affair with the owner's wife. Oh yeah, that'll, that'll Augie, do. Augie Bush of the famous Augie Bush Anheuser Bush family had an affair with the wife. Promptly got fired. Then went to go work for the Cubs. Uh, so actually, at one point, Jack Buck and Harry Carey worked together. Talk yeah. about a legendary duo. But yeah, but then you know, look at all the, uh, you know, like John Madden was never John Madden was a player, but only at the collegiate level. But he was a coach. Yeah. And same with same with Gruden. Like so, coaches can be good at it too. But uh, yeah, it's it's rare you see somebody who didn't play at all. Um. You know. Like they've tried it a few times, it, it hasn't always worked. But Mina's great. Mm-hmm. Um, or just... Hell, I mean the. Go ahead. I th- from from my money, I think the greatest commentator uh, in in all of sports is Ray Hudson, only because he's so over the top. Um, but I don't even think he does he calls games anymore. Um, but his his calls of messy games were just it, it was it was poetic. It was art. Well, but and he was a professional player, so you know that. They do. I mean, I just remember watching uh, Balboa. Remember the defender for the U.S. team? Oh, God. Um, what was his first? Mar- Marcelo? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And t- Taylor Twellman's annoying as hell. Um, the American commentators are on soccer are not the best for the most part. Uh, maybe it'll true. get better, but right now it's just like, oh, uh, not the yeah. best. So. Uh, golf. Golf have almost always been former players. Yeah, uh, I guess you well, know it happens. I mean, what's his it's, face? Um, Scott Van Pelt does uh, golf commentary. Van Pelt, he doesn't. Van Pelt does the studio work. Like he's usually on site, but he's not calling the holes. Right. Like g- generally, the 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 Jim Romo, Jim Romo, the Jim Romo, um, <laughs> the Jim Romo, Romo, um, the Jim Nance slash um, Romo, or on the Fox side, you know, the uh, Troy Aikman slash Joe Buck, the number one team, generally in. Um, golf it that is nance jim nance and um oh god what's the 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 golfer who um the one who came back and beat greg norman when greg norman was up by six at, at the masters it's um oh he's british I, it's gonna drive me crazy uh that's like the top golf team um don't tell me if you're looking up like it'll come to me okay it's um oh, he's a, he's a knight Durr. um Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna keep the brain spit, keep going, so I'm just not sitting in silence. But yeah, that he and Nance are like the A team of golf. Like that's that's who's gonna be calling any major, um, sport. Uh, okay, yeah, you start talking while I can keep trying to think of this because I don't. Uh, want, well, no, I, I enjoy like oh. you trying to go through okay, your head no, no, of trying I, to figure I out. I can filib- filibuster while I'm still thinking. thinking about and, it. and like I'm just trying um, to figure out who the hell the other guy is. I'm I'm surprised you, that Tony oh, Romo hasn't gotten the golf that uh jim romo uh, that's Tony, um, yeah, jim romo because tony romo yeah, yeah i mean i don't know if he'd be good at calling it um oh, i mean it's oh, it ain't what that is hard. his name oh it's gonna drive me crazy but sometimes uh okay can you just tell me no i'm, I'm looking it up right now oh it's, still... oh it's um uh but some sometimes they're cbs in the right? same uh yeah yeah nick faldo it's, um, it, yeah, that's it. 
Nick Faldo, Sir Nick Faldo. Um, but sometimes, like a Tony, such a research you, team we got. The department you, over here is fantastic. Yeah, totally. Uh, but you'll rarely see in the same way that you ne- you know you never see super like just superstar players that. Um, God, now my now my brain's broken altogether. Like somebody who exceeds like all levels of talent. I can't think of um, the, the word I'm looking for. Like a, not like a generational Natural, player, but a, like a. Well, yeah, like a like a. God, you're like a Michael Jordan. Yeah, like a Michael Jordan or that type. But it, they have, there's a name for it. Like not a generational player. It's like a they're they're on a plane above and beyond everybody else. Um, generally speaking, they make terrible coaches. Yes. Uh, this is this goes across every sport, um, and they make not great analysts either. And the reason that they are not good at either is they just don't understand the concept of other people not being as good as them. Like they said, Barry Bonds tried to get into coaching, and part of it was that people he's just unlikable, and and he kind of he had wasn't he a he Cardinals was kind of, hitting coach or something like that? No, Marlins. Marlins, Marlins that's right. Yeah. And he. Part of it was that he was just unlikable, so teams were hesitant to hire him. But he was also sort of damaged goods in that he nobody wanted to touch yeah, him. Naturals, you know? but like the natural, like a natural gifted athlete. Like well, yeah, but like no teams, no, no teams wanted to hire him because he was he was considered, you know. Uh, well, he was just a pain. In, yeah, he well, he was a pain in the ass, but also the steroid things. Baseball yeah. wanted to distance itself from him. Baseball quote-unquote blacklisted him though that was never technically official right so like everybody wanted to keep him away the marlins hired him but but even after all that he wasn't good because he's just too good like his hitters would be struggling he he would come he would butt heads with um uh, giancarlo stanton one of the best hitters in the world but like stanton would go through these slumps and bonds would just be on him and on him and on him to the point where they'd be practically fighting and Bonds would just be like, "How do you not know what? How do you not see this pitch? How do you not see what's coming? Because nobody does. Yeah. Nobody can see a pitch like Barry Bonds. No, like he, Barry, Barry Bonds could have told you what pitch coming out of that pitcher's hand, what's going to happen, and nobody can do that. Jordan, this, this is why Magic Johnson only lasted um, like a, as a as a coach of the Lakers. Oh, he didn't even last the full season because the people of that yeah. skill just yeah. don't understand that you can't teach. You can't be like, well, be like me." You you can't do that. That's why the generally speaking the the, the former player and, and a lot of coaches, unlike analysts, aren't necessarily former players. A lot of them are just grow, you know grew up in the coaching ranks, and the ones that were players were generally not stars. Phil Jackson yeah. was on the Knicks Knicks championship yeah. team in the sixties seventies. He wasn't that good. Pat Riley was, was on, on the championship team. team yeah. He wasn't that good a play. I mean, I mean he, he was, was good, good enough to play the NBA. Good. NBA. He was a he, he was a mid-level NBA player, which there's nothing wrong with that. But he was not a superstar. Like people like Jerry West, that's an interesting one who's able to just to pick out talent like as a GM, like Jerry West is one of the greatest players of all time, you know, minus But that's the, one. Yeah, the working in the front office, that's why John Elway was so good as the president of the, the Broncos. He's He's good. He's good at player. He knows. He know. They know when they see a good player. They just don't know just how to. Just not coach a quarterback. Them. Yeah, that's that's different. No, um, no, that's not. No, no. If you're gonna say that, it's like he he couldn't find a quarterback to save his life. They had to be six five plus. It was like his his downfall was like he could not find a quarterback, like to save yeah. his life. 
Like go through yeah. Oswald. What was it? Osweiler, Lynch, whoever, Locke. Like he had to step down because he couldn't draft a quarterback. To save T- well, no, that was McDaniel's. Yeah, but, uh, but oh, it was in charge. Yeah. No, not at that point. McDaniel's was, like, was he not? He was well, not GM at that point. Like he was like well, he, he hasn't been GM in a long time. He's team president. Yeah, but I don't know when he started. But yeah, yeah, no, they've they've been missed out on a uh, Drew Locke more recently. They've yeah. missed out oh, yeah, on a lot yeah. of. Uh, well, Drew Locke, which that, is a, that was a bad draft class for. Which is which is a shame because the Broncos really are that one. They're a good team otherwise. Oh well, yeah, they, they just did a quarterback. They did, they did okay those couple years with uh, with Payton. Yeah, did all right. Well, they won a championship but, on his worst his last year, so you know. And they did, and the year that they didn't win the championship was his best year, which yeah. were and strangely enough, those were only two years apart. That's how fast his body broke down. Oh yeah. I mean, five, um, what is it, five neck surgeries, six neck surgeries? Oh, yeah, yeah, when your neck's fused together. Yeah. Peyton, I, I don't know if Peyton has any interest in coaching, but I don't think he'd be a good one because he's too good. I think he's great commentary. Like, I think his brother... He's, oh, he's very good at commentary because he, he understands the sport better than anybody. Yeah. Like, um, he's fun. Like, the whole Manning cast that they do was supposedly highly entertaining. I haven't watched any of it because I don't have it, ESPN. It was, so. it was hit or miss because the, the whole sort of low production value of it was is what sort of made it endearing like right. the fact that they just shot at home they didn't, and did their thing they did well it was it was a studio that was made to look like a home oh, but they okay. weren't in the same place and it it had the, yeah it had a feel of just two guys you're just watching the game with them right but they were so unseasoned at it that they would talk over each other and it just was like mike ryan on, on levitard would always talk about how much he hates it because as a producer himself he said it drove him crazy how poorly produced it was and that was sort of what they were going for but it's at a certain point it's like okay you guys got to be better than this i mean you know it's it it is a challenge when it comes to like having people not talk over each other it is it is a skill that you build up over time i believe i think you know you're 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 a king of it now like figuring out when to and not to speak um uh, thank you um but yeah, uh, where was I uh, going with it? Oh, and um, so generally, what you'll see though is that, but the people who make amazing coaches are generally, like I said, the the bench players, the role players, um, because they, they know the, the game. game. Yeah, they know because they what? They just understand the game better. They know how the game. Yeah, the they process know, they, of the game works. They, and, and, yeah, like the and you'll find that I would. I don't. I just don't know that the numbers off the top of my head, but I would venture to guess. The most successful former play former baseball players that become managers are without question always catchers, because catchers just understand the game better than anybody else on the field, and just um, it's they're watching the game the whole time. In the same way that backup quarterbacks make a turn, a lot of those turn into great coaches just because they they sat on the sideline and watched like Jason. Okay, you can argue Jason Garrett whether or not he was a great coach, but he was a pretty good coach, and he was, you know, famously Troy Aikman's backup. Right. Uh, but yeah, a lot of catchers, they just they just get it. I mean, Kellen um, Moore's there now. Kellen Moore's doing the same thing with Dallas. He's the Kellen offensive, Moore? offensive coordinator. He was he was the undefeated quarterback out of Boise State. Yeah, he, had, he was like the most winning quarterback in college history, and then he just was a professional backup, and now he's uh, yeah, well, he's, yeah. That, now I will say to, uh, the counter to that is that to be an offensive coordinator, I think you could have been a superstar because it, I, I think because Peyton Manning basically already was an offensive coordinator, like he was the Colts offensive coordinator. Yeah, I th- I think he could be an offense, but he'd still probably run into the same problems of why can't why can't you do this like I did. 
but uh, like great offensive mind. like like you said like um uh Kellen Moore good quarterback was a professional quarterback huh. just brilliant offensive mind yes um but yeah yeah well, just, it it goes hand in hand it's just one of those things when it comes to sports and like we've been in, in the you know, where else are we going to go talk about Spider-Man that I haven't seen yet because then... Okay, Spider-Man, let's go. Let's go. Uh, here, are, here are my problems with Spider-Man. Well, are we going to do a spoiler I'm not going to ruin I'm not going to ruin, gonna... no, gonna ruin no. the movie. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good stuff. I'm, I'm looking had... forward to seeing it. I just, it's just, the last few days have been a bit hectic. Had some had some plot holes that, that you'd think you could even explain using a multiverse that still weren't properly explained. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Uh... Trying to think what else has gone on in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. That's um. Oh, did you hear about the uh, the woman who married herself in twenty twenty one is now filing for divorce against herself? Yes, she met was someone. There a pre- was there a prenup? I, I I don't believe so, but it was somewhere in Brazil. Mm. I saw that. I'm like, are you? I'm like, I remember hearing something about that, and I was just like, of course, of course, you're going to divorce yourself. Um, you know, why did she marry herself? Because she was. No, she never thought anyone would marry her. So she's like, I'm just going to marry myself. Hmm. Okay. I don't really see the the benefits of that. There, there aren't much. We have the African Cup going, or Africa Cup of Nations going on right now. Uh, is that like a, that's that's a, like a standalone tournament? Yeah, a tournament. Yeah, it's an African tournament. And Nigeria is playing Egypt, but no Salah this time. Yeah, because well, he just played yeah, he's Liverpool. Yeah, because he's yeah, and he's also wait, his Man, Man City hasn't even started an FA Cup yet, have they? No, he's Liverpool, not Man City. Excuse me. Um, his yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, no, and quarantine and everything else like that. If there is much of a quarantine going on these days, but teams have been isolated this... in South Africa during the Omicron situation. So I legit, uh, and now the Delta Cron, which is not a thing, but people keep saying it. What about the, uh, what, what's the flu one? Flu, the, um, uh, Florona. Florona, Which yeah. is Florona, which sounds like something that would be in Florida. Yes. And all it is, it's not a thing. All it is is that you, you have Corona and you have the flu, two separate viruses. You have them at the same time. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Sometimes you can have two things at once. It's not, they're not, they have not merged together to fight you. And there is, they, there have been these um, isolated cases of a of Delta Cron, Delta Cron, Omicron, and Delta. But that's not like a permanent mutation. That's sort of like a like a freak of nature in an isolated area. So they're not really sure that that's going to be a thing to worry about. Um, you know, well, I, they're going to run out of letters eventually. I mean, they're already up to Omicron. Yeah. Um, and they skipped a bunch, so I, I assume there were small small variants in there that we just never heard about. Oh, absolutely, we've jumped a bunch of letters in the Greek alphabet. So we're it's, once we if we get to to the Omega variant, then we're fucked. Yeah, because that that there's there's Wait, just is Omega no the next in the alphabet. What's is, that? Is it Omega Z is Z in their alphabet? So oh, it's the end. not Zeta. No, oh, okay. no, uh-huh. no. The Greek alphabet's weird. It's that you you'd think it would be all just A through Z, like those, you know, the, like we have A through Z, like alpha, beta. Yeah. Um, you know, but they don't, they, they bounce around. They do. So, 
Omega is the Omega is the Z. Did you uh, did you see the Canadian politician who you know kind of did dug his own grave for himself about his wife ah, his after wife, work, yeah. working the twelve hour shift? A twelve hour night shift. Yes. Yeah. He, so then, he, he received. I don't know what where he thought that was funny. He was, or he was thought he was. I don't know what, what the thought process where. Yeah, he tweeted video of his wife outside shoveling snow, and and thought to tweet. After coming home after a twelve-hour night shift as a healthcare worker, uh, my be- and he complimented her like he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, he's like my beautiful wife is out is now out there shoveling snow. Uh, I, re- I then he ended it with like she really deserves me making her a nice breakfast or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and he got absolutely dragged. Oh, but the yeah, funny yeah. thing is, is he got dragged Canadian like Canadian style. So all a lot of the comments were like very polite. Yes, they're politely telling him to fuck himself. Like they, in so many words, like they were very nice, but you know, yeah, he's the, he's the like deputy minister of education in Manitoba, in the man, the province of Manitoba, something like that. And people were like, well, maybe is it possible that he just got off a long day of work? And, and then it, they looked at tweets right before that. And he'd been talking about playing video games and watching oh. like sports. Yeah, there you go. He was like watching a hockey game, and they were like, "Oh God, yeah, yeah." That's and then there were other people trying to defend and being like, "Well, we don't know. Maybe the wife likes to do to shovel snow as like a stress relief when twelve hours of work." Yeah, nobody enjoys shoveling anything. So, yeah. Oh, what else do we? Yeah, have? I mean. It's... I, I should have probably done more work today, but I'm like, we had the, the Fauci versus Rand Paul shit going on again. Another day of that. So. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a new twist in the Kanye, the ever-changing Kanye saga that now he plans on moving to Russia. Oh, does he now? Yeah. he Well, he has business dealings in Russia. He, he, he has uh, real estate. There's a father-son whose names, I'm not even going to begin to look up because i'll just fuck up the pronunciation anyway but it's a father's son in russia they are known as the trumps of russia oh which good. which will probably tell you levels of of corruption and and criminal Trouble. behavior criminal activity he has real estate dealings with them okay um and he's also trying to uh, he's trying to help the son of the son the don jr in this scenario is a is an aspiring pop singer so Kanye is, is oh, wants to help the, the son, son break out and become a huge star here. Right. And um, then he's also, Kanye has dealings with this lawyer who's going to be his contact to Putin. He wants to meet Putin. Um, and basically he wants to make, he wants to build his brand in Russia and make it a second home. And when asked, this lawyer was asked like, well, doesn't he have any concerns about, you know, the current world um relationship between the two countries and the lawyers i'm paraphrasing the lawyer basically said well kanye is well familiar with all the issues going on in the ukraine and all that but frankly kanye is going to do whatever he wants so we can't stop him so yeah and they're they're right i mean what the that there's so much goddamn madness oh maybe he'll um Maybe he'll improve that situation much in the same way that uh, Dennis Rodman fixed um, North and South Korean relations. Yeah. Remember when that was a thing? I mean, 
Yeah. Remember when a lot of things were a thing, but it's just a. Uh, I don't. At, at this point, I don't. I, 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 I'm just kind of giving up on society almost at this point in time. I'm like, it's broken. We we need a hard reset, and I don't know what that would be. Like, um, you have this box. the hairdresser down in Texas who doesn't want to educate, doesn't want Chinese kids going to school, uh, and saying that all Chinese Americans are part of the CCP, and I'm like. I, I, hmm. I, at this point, I'm just feels, like, what the hell feels, is going on? It feels oddly familiar to something that went on in the 40s here. With um, Yeah, you think? Our brothers and sisters from Japan. It feels yeah. oddly, oddly familiar. I actually had that question uh, last night. Do you think that, you know, internment camps would be a thing right now? And I go, uh, like, possibly in already, Texas. They kind of already are well, that's, the, at the border. Yeah, that's concentration camps, yeah. though. I said in terms yeah, of camps. That's a little yeah. bit different. Where they round uh, up a specific... Well, okay, it's the same. It's the same fucking thing. Pretty it's, much. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yes, it will happen. It does happen. Uh, Biden has done nothing to stop it from happening, which is disappointing. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things where people are like, oh, they're... Like, Nancy Pelosi knocking down the fact that she doesn't want to prevent, you know, politicians from trading, personally trading. Uh you know, yeah. you they should not be able to trade and make money. They have inside information on like where government contracts are going. Like why would absolutely they? There's been insider trading already. Those people haven't gone. There's been so much crime in politics now that I'm like, they're never going. How can you police or whatever you would like to call it politicians that are making the ones who are making the laws now? You can't. No, so nothing's going to be done, and the. Uh... Uh, the only the I say the only way to tr- the the only pl- the good place to start would be the yes you have to even not even divest all your own asset not assets but your like own um, portfolio portfolio which no I think you just freeze your portfolio it has to stay locked you can't touch it like yeah. that's it which which is what Trump claimed to do when oh, he, no, he, he, dive, he clearly he, never oh, did he he put in a he blind trust. It, he, yeah, and he signed it down to his kids, but he never actually did it. No. Like the only one, who, the only one who legit did that was Jimmy Carter and his poor farm. Yeah, peanut, peanut farm, farm because that was sold because that was, yeah, he was going to really divert um, government subsidies to the peanut industry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, doing that, making them. But even if they do, even if they divest their own portfolios, they'll still have insider information that they can give to others. Um, I would almost but, put, like, put it like this. But I think I think the root was that. Oh no! The the funny thing about the Trump situation, if he actually had divested and just put it into whatever, like whatever the normal rate, whatever, he would have made more money by yeah. just doing that than actually holding on to the assets that he did have. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not a good, he's not a good businessman. No, he's uh, one of the worst. Ever. Quite, quite bad, quite bad. No, quite bad is an understatement uh, of what he's. But uh, done. another, he, he bankrupted another thing. two two fucking he, casinos. Oh yeah. You bankrupt a lot of things that you just typically can't lose money on. Like it's very difficult. You have to really go out of your way. I um, mean, the Maloose did it. The, uh, yes, they did. Well, they they just overstretched themselves. They they had they they couldn't do both the casinos and the, the NBA team. It was mm. one or the other, and and they chose poorly. 
They lost uh, both, I believe, didn't they? Uh, I believe that they sold both, yes. I mean, that just tells you how valuable sports franchises are and how it's so hard to lose money on them. They made a fortune off a sports franchise in Sacramento, California. Uh, the Clippers went for $2 billion. You know what they were bought for? But at least... You know what? Uh, uh, yeah. What, how much you bought them for? Sterling? It was just like a couple... It wasn't like a couple million it was $13 million. Yeah. But different time. And Los Angeles. Los Angeles was a big thing. Hell, even San Diego was a big thing. Well, San Diego like, was lost two sa- basketball sa- teams. Sac- Sacramento. You know how much, uh, like, um, Steinbrenner bought the Yankees for tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, and I now know. they're worth... Oh, God. How like, godly I mean, much. Same with Jerry Jones. The, Jerry Jones bought the Dodgers Cowboys went for at a what, very low point. Dodgers went for, what, $5 billion? Um, I seven. don't remember. It was. It was. I don't in the, remember what the exact amount. It was twice the ask, like twice the estimated value of. Uh, well, they, you know, I, Dodgers are definitely a top two. I'm sure top two baseball team in value. It's got to be the Yankees and the Dodgers. Um. Yeah. Exceeded. Uh, let's see. Exceeded two billion dollars. This is the fun stuff where we we go down rabbit holes of like things that I can't remember, but I'm like, oh, it was something like over the asking about what the actual sale of the Dodgers. Uh, and I need you. And I believe in that de- in that deal, they they bought it from Frank McCourt, and didn't he get to keep the parking lots? Yes. Which is that's that's where the money is at Dodger Stadium. Because if you've ever never been to Dodger Stadium, yeah, there's only one option for parking. Oh, you, you, don't, you, you can don't park get a, down by shortstop in Silver Lake. Uh, it's $2 billion they and went for. And trek, trek up that hill. Oh, th- that's another example of bad business is what the McCourts did with the Dodgers. They used it as a freaking uh, credit card. They created so much yeah. debt off the team. That happens so, a lot. Yeah, they, it does. It's like you take loans on what you have. It's like people take loans on houses that they have, and that's so they can't be taxed on the value of things. Rich people problems that I'll never understand, but what it, what would you, if you had a, an option like what w- to own a franchise? What sport would it be? Not I don't I don't care about a specific franchise. Like you don't have to say the, the Cowboys. Just what sport? Well, if I was you know, what I would want to own or like, um, but either either okay, what you would want to own and what you think is most the most financially um, lucrative. Well, it's own. football. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. the, the, that's the only answer. It's just like those team those teams go up exponentially in value. There's only 32 there's, of them. Well, yeah, but you could say that about any sport. No, think about that for a second. Well, I mean the major four major U.S. sports, I'd rather. Yeah. Okay. So you, do you want th- you want a hockey th- team? Not particularly. Baseball. I mean baseball is just you're gonna ah, baseball prints money on its own. You don't even have to have baseball, a good team to print basket, money for yourself. Basketball. Those owners like. Yeah, those are the three. Yeah, hockey team is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, uh, European football team. Yeah, that's. Okay. But I'm like, you think about that market. It's like, where, where, which country? And then, um, I'd like to own like a like a League Two, uh, uh Welsh team. You okay. know, like like one of, like maybe one of like those really old, really super old ones. Um, you know, you know the kind of team I'm talking about. Uh huh. Like a. You know, like a hundred plus year old um, Welsh um, fourth year oh. team. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be fun, fun to own. You mean the one that disappeared, yeah. then came back? Then my dad was like, "Oh wait, they're back." 
Yeah, that's probably the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, there's a funny story my dad used to tell me about uh, his visits back. He went to go back for his father's funeral. And uh, the club, the town, soon my dad was coming in because they're like, oh, there's a, you know, this guy who's come back from America who was looking to purchase the exiles at the time. So this was like, so my dad got a good chuckle, chuckle about like him walking the grounds and like people were believing that he was going to be the the savior of the team back in huh. God, like eight, it's uh, n- it. It hasn't worked out, you know, extremely well. The American saviors purchasing. Oh no no no! It never works the out. European, the European clubs. No, no because the Americans um, treat it like everything else. It's, they don't spend the money that requires them to actually compete. Um, if anything, they anger on the, the other fan end base. The, the, on the other end of the spectrum, the Russian owners have done smashingly well. Oh, uh, the Middle Eastern owners have done smashingly those two, well. Those you two. Know. Well, Chelsea, Chelsea's been doing all right with uh, yeah. Abram, Abramov, Abramovich. 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 I knew it was something. Yeah, if, you're, uh, yeah, yeah, like, cause, if your owner isn't allowed into England because of you know murder, your team's doing well. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So you know, just the the um, the Cronkies don't they lost their ownership didn't they or don't no longer have it rather than lost it in they had the, they didn't fully own it. it was Liverpool wasn't it yeah they, had they still have a stake in it. it I believe they still have a stake in yeah. it yeah like everyone like uh, yeah you know the he has his... Tampa Bay the well, who's the Tampa Bay owner the Buccaneers owner he owns... oh it's the um um Arsenal oh that's gonna drive me crazy McCarthy no, it's, or uh, they own Man U. Uh, it's um wow oh, what is their family oh that's now that one's gonna drive me crazy yeah they own the buccaneers and they own man U. um uh, the glazers the glazers, glazers yes got him um yeah and arsenal's owned by an yeah. american liverpool's over yeah it's just they, yeah it's, they an Ar- it's an Ar- arsenal's owned by the isn't arsenal owned by the group that owns the red Sox? yes the henry's the yeah the henry's yeah um it's fun stuff fun stuff yeah though. we we we, we Diversed our, diversed ourselves, diversed. Oh God, words in huge well, then, today. Then, it's like my twin. Lester's own. Mm, Lester, you what? No, no Lester. I was own. gonna say Lester City. Lester City's owned by that um, the, that billionaire Thai family. Oh, where the where the the matriarch, the father, famously and horribly, died in a helicopter crash outside the stadium. Oh, it was all caught on all caught on video. Yeah, yeah, it was the year that the Lester won. won. You know that that miracle year. Yeah. I mean, the, that owner, the been... owner died. The owner died in a crash outside the stadium. If people don't know, Leicester City, which has been around since the beginning, like eight, we're talking way back, eighteen hundreds, uh, never won. Their highest finish was ever second place. They were the the Cubs of the now Premiership, like, and nobody expected they just avoided relegation the year prior. But not even that. Not even that, because the Cubs were always a premier team. They were just known for losing. Like, was Leicester even like? No, they weren't even beloved, considered beloved? that Not for a long like, time. Like at least, at least the Cubs were beloved. Yeah, uh, Leicester is just there are no beloved teams. I mean, I would guess you would could say Man U worldwide, worldwide is a beloved team, uh, but you know, like anything. Uh, there are no beloved teams unless you're from those areas. Very territorial. If you, if you think I'm going to just give up on trying to pronounce the Russian father-son team that Kanye is working with, uh, you bet your ass I am not going to try to pronounce the owner of Leicester. Look up, look up the family name. And, no, do I have to? I, I, um, I am not even going to try. 
This is what we're going to close out on me looking yeah, at the Lester. Cl- closing out. This is the name of the game. Is I'm going to have Hugh look up international names that are very very hard to pronounce. Um, City. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Like I don't even know who owns them. Well, I know some of the MLS. Oh teams. come on, Srivad uh, Hanna. You got, you got that? You got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, sounds good. You, you're you're halfway there. I mean, I had a friend from Thailand whose last name was uh, Sairi Kitikul. So, yeah, they're long, long, long yeah, names. Yeah, Street Dad Hen Pradha. You ever looked up the uh, the official, actual full name of Bangkok? Check that one out. No, I'm good. I'm good. It's about... Okay. I'm good. I'm All not right. going to go... I'm not going to fall into that trap of... Uh, I mean, uh, can you can you give me some, you know... Welsh towns? Can I? Should I do that for you? Oh, it's comparable. You know, that's that's comparable. Yeah, I'll give you that. You you you, you know of what you speak with those. Well, no, long but names. the funny thing is, you know, you have England who tries to just get rid of those names and just call it what they want to call it. Like, there's a lake. I forget the name, but they just want to call it Lake Australia because it looks like Australia. It's like they yeah. just want to well, like make it. No, like, they, they get very. They get very. They got the at least the uh, the uh, settlers who came over here got very lazy with their names. Um, what do you mean, like the New Welsh Am- settlers? New Amsterdam, yeah. Well, like you know, something town. Hmm. Uh, new, new Amsterdam. New, you know, they just they just came up. They just stole old names. Oh yeah, I which mean, we tend to do. It's true. I just always, uh, you know, I I sit back here and laugh because I'm like I've I've immersed myself into Welsh Twitter, which is quite entertaining these days, or scary in the same point in time because they make is that, so like is that just. Welsh Independence is like a big thing right now. Oh, I thought you were just following Michael Sheen. Oh, I do follow Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, I, like I posted something about a speech he gave way back, um, which was very, very good speech. But the thing is, when he gave up his OPE, like, uh, which is like a knighthoodish type thing, where he was yeah, like, it's like second. It's like there's like the five tiers. Of, yeah, of, it's, it's up there. But the he turned com- it. Yeah, he took it, and then he's like, I, I can't in good conscience do what i'm trying to do here demanding welsh independence and hold on to this so he gave he returned it so and if you don't love michael sheen as a human being i don't know who you are like it's true you watch staged he's fantastic it's on hulu you're not gonna watch it i know but uh no god oh god no 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 awesome in the uh i loved him in the underworld series yeah great in that lost his uh, uh girlfriend because of that to the director uh, right. Not just his girlfriend, his baby mama. Baby mama, that too. Uh, I don't think they were ever married, were they? No, I don't believe they, they were. They, no. had a, they had a daughter together. Yes, they, they do. Um, but they have a good relationship, so that's always nice to see. So. Yeah, you, you know, it's the best you can the best you you can ask for. Um, yeah, he was great on uh, Thirty Rock. Played Doctor Wesley Snipes. Nope. Uh, yeah, Michael Sheen's he's awesome. He's Didn't love him as Tony Blair just because don't don't really Tony like Blair is Tony Blair, but he's very no. good at he was very good at playing Tony Blair. He's quite good at playing Tony Blair. Uh, yeah, he's he's a. I'd say he's a Welsh treasure. I'll I'll, I'll give you. Oh, that. he's absolutely a Welsh treasure. Lives in Port yeah. Talbert. Uh, I assume that's in Wales. It is in the southeast. Okay. Nailed, nailed it. You know. And how many is is that like forty letters? But it's pronounced no, no, it's whatever just you just Talbert. said. But it's, it's just, okay, that's but it. it's just not like forty forty letters. No, it's one? not okay. one of those ones. So you don't have to worry, Nate. There's no 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 trickery on my end. I'm sure there's more of a uh, Welsh next, name. Uh, because next like, week there will be a Welsh a Welsh spelling test. It will be, but um, like Newport's actual name is Casquint. So okay, 
it's like, well, Wales isn't actually Wales. It's Cymru. So. That's, oh, that was, yes. I, because I, we, 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 you talked about that or we sort of joked about that on, on Twitter. It was that, that, um, that thing going on with the, uh, the Welsh football team. Mm. That where the, uh, the, where the, the border of England and Wales. Oh, yes, through yes. The, through the, Chester through, City through is the, the club. Where the and club I, is person, English. That, the Welsh. But the grounds yeah. are in Wales, and the, Wales has more restrictions towards COVID than England does. So they're like, you can't have fans here because it's Wales. Yeah, and, but this yeah. is an English and, club. And some, some, somebody drew the hand-drawn map, and it was what it what is Wales called? Cumry. Cumry, yeah. And somebody just drew the line on the map and said Cumry. Yeah. Not Cumry. Yeah. That is that is. I mean, that's funny that it. Some you know sometimes you'll see weird. Ge- geographical oddities where like state lines go like through a building or something yeah you know that happens quite a bit but you don't usually see something especially when you have two neighboring countries yeah with, where that have very differing current laws it's like canada the, and the, america the, in the, a the, way the team well it's i mean it's not terribly different from it is but it actually might not be the whole chiefs vis-a-vis missouri kansas oh, city like the fact that Kansas City, the city, is on the Missouri side. Kansas City, the suburbs, are on the Kansas side. Yeah. The stadium is on the Missouri side. So you could have similar issues, except the fact that Missouri has no COVID rules because it's a free-for-all. I'm sure Kansas is pretty much the same way. Uh, Kansas is more blue. So, but yeah, I mean, no, nobody has really super strict statewide laws, but... Yeah, but that is a definitely a um, splitting right down the middle where your fan base is kind of on the other side of the state as your as your your steam your your uh, stadium. Oh. So not not completely unheard of. And on that note, Nate, we got to get going. So I think we carried over a little longer than I expected. But eh, what are we gonna do? Yeah, what can you do? Nothing. Um, we we have an hour minute like hour two minute episode this week. Ah, good. Give give him a little well, extra I, this week. Give him a little extra. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to ruin it for any of the listeners. But my my all time favorite Welshman made a comeback in the, the Spider Man. Happy to see him. Can't argue with that. Yeah.